This is the You Define podcast with your host, Jackie Staniak, where we navigate our way through your story from your perspective while honoring the people, places, and circumstances that have defined you. Hey, thanks for being here with me. And this month, Alyssa. Alyssa was married by 18, a mom by 19, and divorced by 27. There are a lot of details that fill in the gaps of those years. There's even more to be told about what's to come in her future. But first, let's get a pulse on what growing up was like for her. I have one brother. He's three and a half years older than me. And then I just had a mom and a dad that we kind of grew up in like the south side of Omaha and kind of bounced around from south Omaha to more like West Bellevue back and forth quite often throughout my childhood and then um, ended up moving in with my grandma and spent a lot of my life with my grandma. I mean, my parents did too. They kind of moved out and then um, I think like financially, we just couldn't afford to not have my grandma as a backup. And then, um, so I really spent a lot of my childhood living with my grandparents and having them like raise me while my parents worked my brother raising me more so than my parents. Like, I don't really have memories of my parents until I was, like, 10. And my brother, you know, like, he was there my whole life. Like, he taught me how to ride a bike. He taught me how to tie my shoes. If I was crying from a nightmare, he came into my room, not my parents. Like, he really did everything. At, you know, three years older than me, like, that shouldn't be his responsibility. Without going into too much detail, you can sense the brokenness in her family. Alyssa often felt like the black sheep of the family. And while she had her theories as to why, the reality is that it was blatantly obvious to her and her older brother that there was something off or different when it came to her relationship with her parents. Alyssa also found herself partying a lot at a very young age, and then by happenstance, fell in love young too. We met in 2005, dated for a little while, and then... We, we broke up, like, you know, young people do. No big deal. And then we got back together in 2007 and got engaged in 2008 and married, like, a month later. And it was just him and I, no one. Like, I think we told our family and friends, but, like, I don't think they believed us or cared because they're like, you're stupid, you're freaking 18. Like, why would you do that? Um, so we got married. And then he deployed four days later. <laughs> Uh, so he was stationed at Camp Pendleton, and so I flew out there, and we got married on the beach with strangers as our witnesses that were, like, laying out reading a book, and then um, we were married for nine and a half years. We, we wanted kids, and we did end up getting pregnant, like, immediately, um, which is also crazy because I was diagnosed with stage one cervical cancer when I was 17, and I was getting, like, not chemo treatments, but I was getting, like, the these, like, shots, and they were, like, burning my cervix lining, and um, I was on birth control, and going through that process, and I still got pregnant, so it was wild. We struggled for, like, two years to get pregnant with Harper, and that was probably, like, one of our best time frames, was going through that together in our marriage, because our marriage was, was rushed. Like, we were so young. We had no idea what we were doing. Uh, like, looking back, like, it was toxic from the start. Our relationship was not ha- 
happy. Uh, like very few years of it were good years. So I decided like I have to leave because it's better for my children to grow up in a house that's full of love, regardless of how long that takes for either of us to get there. But our current household was not a loving household any longer. And then um, once I decided, like I, I was told by a, a family member of his that I would be nothing without him. I wouldn't have a pot to piss in without him. And it was true. Like, I mean, he handled all of the finances. I did work. I worked two jobs. He worked. Um, but he handled everything. And I was okay with that. And then I realized, no, that's not okay. Like, I could do this on my own. And my relationship with him is not great. Like, we were, should have ended it years ago. Um, but I was so madly in love with him. Like, I was blinded, like, truly by, blinded by love. Um, that I didn't care about all this stuff that we went through. That I was like, oh, one day we'll look back and say, we made it through that. But it wasn't worth it because I was miserable. Like, we never even, we were roommates. We didn't talk. We just lived together. And as much as I, like, broke my heart to admit it, that our relationship had came to an end and... I was hurting my children in the process. I was terrified, but I knew it had to be done. So I started quietly opening up a bank account in my name only and put in like $4 in that account. And then I just told my brother and he was like, you're going to move in with me. I'm so glad you're doing this. You guys have needed to do this for a long time. I'll help you every step of the way. You can live with me. I won't charge you rent. Um, I want you to get back on your feet. And so him and his wife um, moved me in like January 1st of 2017. And um, I basically packed a backpack. I mean, I told him. We had the conversation. We told the kids. And then we told the rest of the family. Um and then I packed a backpack <laughs> on New Year's Eve and took my kids. It was agreed upon that I was going to take the girls with me that first weekend. And um, I just left and I never looked back. She doesn't say that flippantly, left, and never looked back. It was hard to leave. It was hard for her to surrender that relationship, that marriage, and walk away. But she knew that if she looked back at all, she would be tempted to stay. So she didn't. She pressed forward. While her marriage was ending, it quickly became about their two girls. What would it look like to co-parent now? My point in this was, I will leave, but you will exist in their life. Like, you do not get that. I will not take that from you, and you don't get that option. Sophie was six, I think. Um, she was very upset, didn't understand. Harper didn't understand. Harper still kind of doesn't understand why that happened. 
so she's still kind of going through the motions. Um, Sophie was probably like my biggest supporter, which is so weird to say from like a six-year-old standpoint. <laughs> and I don't think she was just my supporter. I think she was his support as well, that she was like, it's okay. Like, we're going to be okay. I think she kind of knew, like, my mom and dad don't hug each other and love on each other like other people's parents do or, you know, my grandparents do or whoever in her life that she noticed that through. Um, so I think that it was hard for her at first because obviously change is never easy for anyone and especially when you're young. And I think her seeing now that she understands more, like, now I get it. I get it. Like, it was really, truly for the best that they left each other. And I think that we ended up coming out stronger in the end, individually and as co-parents. When I became, like, a true single parent, um, it was hard. I mean, I probably cried more during that time than I have ever cried in my entire life. I mean, sobbing uncontrollably, especially when I was alone. I had severe anxiety when I was by myself that I would have panic attacks in the middle of the night while I'm sleeping and wake up in this terrifying fear of, I don't know, like someone broke into my apartment. <laughs> Just something ridiculous because I was like so stressed that I was going to fail as a parent and because I was struggling financially I had two full-time jobs and I was like Mac I'm so I'm in so much debt from our divorce from our marriage that I didn't know existed it isn't lost on me that this is the story of many people out there the details might be unique but this story in some way shape or form plays out in many ways in many people's lives so now Alyssa is newly divorced and trying to figure out what this new life looks like. Parenting alone on her days, getting her own place to live. She's also trying to figure out how to get a handle on all the debt she has acquired. Especially some she had no idea about. And that was the other hard part was I never knew that we were struggling that badly while we were married with dual income. And then to find it all out and have to pay all of that by myself at that point. That it was insane. To my knowledge that we had paid things back or, you know, we struggled here and there, but not as often as it truly was. So, you know, getting our divorce and finding out that individually we were both $30,000 in debt that I was like, what? She quickly learned that she wasn't going to be able to afford her new apartment bills, and her car. So she had some hard decisions to make. So I had to get rid of my car and downsize to, I had an SUV and I had to, that I paid like three forty a month on. And it was almost paid off. I had like a year left on it. And then I had to trade that one in and drive this Honda that I have now <laughs> and drop the payments to like 200 so that I could have a car, because I was like, I can't afford anything. I have completely became the person I always wanted to be still. I felt like I lost myself somewhere 
in becoming a mom at 19 and married at 18 and struggling in a marriage that was not healthy to now being like, I remember myself being this way, like being a little more carefree, more fun, outgoing. And I felt like I couldn't be that person with him. Getting myself out there as myself again was really scary that I was like, maybe I'm doing too much. <laughs> maybe I will be a little too extra. And I probably was. I probably was very off the wall at times. It begs the question, does Alyssa even know who she is? I'm not insinuating some midlife crisis here, but it is worth asking, who am I? How do I fit into this story? And what's next for me? She's about to introduce a guy named Alex. You're going to hear a lot about him from here forward and how her friends kind of didn't maybe set her up with him. Like when I met Alex, I met him through mutual friends on a blind date-ish setup style way that I was going out with my friend and her new boyfriend. And I didn't really want to go out that night. I was like, oh, tonight's just not a good night for me. Like, just not feeling it. And then she's like, oh, come on, please, please. Because we had already planned it. And then I was trying to bail out. <laughs> um, so I was like, I don't know. And so we go, I go over her apartment and we're just standing in the kitchen and they're like, let's go downtown. And I, I don't like downtown. Like, if you know me, you know. I would rather just hang out in pajamas and drink wine with someone than actually go places. But then we're standing there and... Alex walks in and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, well, I mean, kind of like first I was like, okay, he's kind of cute. But then I was mad. I wanted to be mad because I was not ready, like not ready to date, not ready to be introduced. Like I had gone on a few dates to rip that bandaid off, but I was like, these are terrible. And then all night he was like trying to talk to me and I tried using the whole, I'm a single mom. I have kids and they're not little, like they're not young enough for you to be like their dad. They have a dad. He tells me to this day, like, that's what intrigued me more about you. Because he's like, you knew what you wanted and what you didn't want. And he's like, and the biggest ticket for me was you leaving the bar at 11 o'clock at night because you didn't want to be out late. You weren't going to drink and drive. And then we had met um, a few more times through the same couple um, that they were just like, you know, casual, like, again, it was just casual. I don't think there was really any, maybe there was, and they just never admitted it to us. <laughs> I'll have to ask her. But yeah, they would just uh, invite us out to like DJs or varsity and we'd just hang out. And I think like the first time I ever really admitted to myself that like, okay, I'm interested was, and I don't know why this weird situation made me be like, should give him my number <laughs> but I was totally like I talk quiet sometimes where people are like I don't know what you're saying and I'm right across from you and he knew what I said and repeated it and I was like he's a good one <laughs> and I don't know why that was like okay I'll give him my phone number <laughs> so I had to like Facebook message him my phone number because I was too chicken to be like 
and so do you want to exchange numbers and uh, so I messaged him and it was like I don't know a few days later and he was like oh I just saw this I'm so sorry and I was like oh it's totally fine and we went on the first date and I almost bailed because <laughs> I was so nervous I was like I don't know if I want to go and like running back and forth down my hallway in my apartment I was like Maybe it's, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I can't do this. And I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go normal. I'm not gonna get dressed and all fancy. I'm not gonna do my hair. I'm gonna go in no makeup, hair dripping wet from the shower, and a tank top and shorts. And if he likes it, cool. If not, bye. So that's what she did but only after she showed up so late that Alex had to text her and say, um, are you coming? She did show up eventually. They shared pizza and drinks together. I think like while we were there, he got a phone call. I mean, coaches soccer and he was coaching like little kids at the time. And he got a phone call from one of the parents and he like excused himself and was like talking to one of the moms or something. And I was like, He's actually really cute, and he's good with kids. Obviously, he's a soccer coach, like, and he's coaching these, like, nine-year-old boys. And I liked the way that he spoke to the mom, so I was like, hmm. Six months had passed of them dating. Her being mom when it was time to be mom, an unofficial girlfriend when it was time to be unofficial girlfriend, never mixing the two. But after some probing from a good friend, she realized she was ready to take the next step and start having the conversation about meeting her kids. I told him, like, I think I want you to meet my kids before we make anything official. If that's the plan, I don't know. But that's kind of where my head is. And he was like, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. So, and he was like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to meet them. And I was, like, so nervous because, again, like, my kids are old older than probably most people start in a relationship when I was 27 and I had a six-year-old and a three-year-old <laughs> so I had um, a plan that I was like I'll introduce you to them you'll get two hours to meet them and hang out with them and then maybe like every other week that I have them once we got 50 50 every other week um you can spend like an hour to two hours with them if you want and it doesn't have to be every other week, but just know, like, when I'm with my... And it, even while we were seeing each other, when I was with my kids, it was, I'm with my kids, like, kind of respect that. Don't really bother me. Don't ask me to hang out. I asked them, you know, do you want to meet him? And they said, sure. And I said, okay, why don't we go to, like, uh, a trampoline park or maybe to dinner? And they're like, how about both? <laughs> I was like, okay. So I invited him and I was like, here's the deal. Like, you can come. I will pay for me and my kids and you can just pay for yourself because I don't want you to feel obligated to all of a sudden meet them and then like have to foot the bill for everything <laughs> because like that's a lot, you know, and I can't imagine being like a single person and then meeting someone. Oh, also they have kids. So then it's like, well, not only do I have to pay for one extra person, now I have to pay for three extra people. <laughs> they had a great time and one of the first conversations that Harper had with him when we went to dinner after she was saying something about how she was a ranch crayon. I don't know. 
And ever since then, like, we've always just been like, because you're a ranch crayon. And, like, that's their thing. And, um, so, like, they have a really good bond, her, him and Harper, um, and Sophie, too. But I feel like him and Harper, like, have this weird, like, buddy bond, like, that sometimes I even feel left out. <laughs> I'm like, why do you guys get along so well? And then, um, Sophie has just always been the type of person that, like, wears her heart on her sleeve so if she really likes you like just know instantly and so like probably the first few times after they met like she decided like I'm gonna give him a hug and he was like what do I do with my arms <laughs> and then we went to like an air show um like the next year and again like for probably we started they didn't meet until we were, like, seven months into seeing each other. We didn't make our relationship official for, like, a whole nother month or two. Like, actually, today is, like, our five-year anniversary. And then um, I would say probably until we lived together, they still only spent so many hours together per month because I was so, like, if it doesn't work out and they're attached to each other. Like, I'm just doing it all over again. Like, I'm ripping their hearts out all over again. Alyssa eventually paid off all her debt. In fact, she made her final payment on her debt the same day she signed on her brand new house. Alex moved in about four months later and has been there ever since. Minus one bump in the road. We did have a pivotal moment in our relationship. Like, a few months after moving in together, we had a situation that was really hard for the both of us to navigate through um and it was really kind of I don't want to say traumatic but it was very an emotional point in our relationship that was really really hard for the both of us and it took me months almost a year to really come to terms um, we ended up breaking up like that following spring and he moved out for two weeks and it was like a huge, I think it changed everything. Like it changed my kids. They were devastated. Um, they still talk about it sometimes. Like my youngest likes to make jokes like, remember when mom and Alex broke up and Sophie cried? Um, <laughs> but it was like, it was a very hard moment that we went through together and we didn't know how to come back from it together. Um, and we did split and, you know, like he did come over one day to talk and I was just like, at the end of the day, like, I still want to be with you. I don't want to do this with anyone else. But I didn't, like, we just didn't know how to get past what we were going through. It was really hard, and we ended up getting through it. And I think it just made us stronger. And I know, like, during that time, like, it was very bitter for both of us. And we probably said a lot of mean things to each other. and. 
reacted in really negative ways about certain things. And I know, like, some of my family and friends were really upset, like, not, like, really mad at him or, or me, just mad that, like, we were acting the way that we were acting towards each other when we really should have been a time to come together. But we made it through it, and we, we worked it out, and we decided, like, regardless of what we go through, like, your end game, you know? So we have to figure out how to navigate through the tough times that we will be faced with, and we don't know every time what's going to happen, but we have to figure out how to get through it. Just recently, Alex got down on one knee and asked Alyssa to spend forever with him. They are committing to weathering any and all storms together, fighting for each other, choosing each other even when it feels nearly impossible, loving each other when it's easy and when it's hard. They are choosing each other forever. People that you just don't think that need to be in your life are the ones that really do need to be there. want to interact with this story more you can find us on facebook and instagram at you define podcast thank you for finding yourself here for staying a while but i have to ask what defines you